welcome back to the Feel Good Parenthood podcast today. You have got myself, Steph, and Emma, and we are going to be chatting through five hacks to get your parenting partner on fucking board because mm. we know that we know that it can be hard. Like it can be really hard to be on the same page when it comes to parenting. So we've got yeah, yeah a few tips to go through. Um, look, I our think- first one. Oh, go, before, before we Hit get into it, it. sorry, I'm just going to say it is okay for you to not always agree and for you to not always, mm-hmm. you know, be exactly on the same page when we're parenting, like you are parenting with two different people and your your opinions are both just as valid. Um, so it's not really about getting them to come around to your way of thinking as it is maybe just, again, opening those lines of communication and being like, this is where I'm coming from. I see where you're coming from. Where's our compromise? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was actually going to mm-hmm. say the same thing. And I think there's no <laughs> there's no real right or wrong. Like there's lots no. of compromise and it's yeah. not necessarily about everybody coming onto your page, but maybe finding a page in the middle of common finding, ground. Finding a common page. <laughs> and yes. I, think, I think the most important thing is, is just, it's just communication. It's like don't mm. expect somebody to be a mind reader. You actually need to be able to communicate with them totally. what it is that is going yeah. on and, you know, and kind of unravel that shit from there. You need to be but, a team. Yeah, yes. exactly. Like dream team, yeah. because if you aren't a team, your children know how to divide you. Like they will, con- mm. they will divide and conquer. That's a yeah. really common thing that I see with my clients. Totally. Is that you know if they can't get one, they'll go to the other, and and mm. then they get one. Oh, like this. I mean, our kids are freaking resourceful. They know how to yeah, do this we've stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go ask dad. I said no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. when you're not. When you're not on the same page, it actually breeds a bit of resentment between you as parents because yeah. it's like you're always undermining me. You're never pulling your socks up enough to, to contribute the way that I want you to contribute. You know what I mean? So you just got to get communication. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm the good cop. You're the bad cop. All those kinds yeah. of stuff. So mm-hmm. just it's more about just getting on the same middle ground page <laughs> yeah. Yeah. as as each other so that you've got some commonality between you and then you can be that mm. team so the yeah. first hack we thought we would cover is just about getting super clear on what you actually both want for your family like what's the mm. ultimate goal um yeah. do you want to feel good in your parenting well i imagine yeah. most parents are going to want to feel that way right so then we what does so. that actually <laughs> we hope so like what does that actually look like on the daily on the daily like what yeah what can you do what are you to doing? be really clear? Yeah. yeah. What are your own values? Yeah. yeah. And like, what do you want? Like, how do you want your children to grow up? Because then we can kind of reverse engineer this, right? Like we all want them mm-hmm. to be connected, well-adjusted adults. So, you know, how, how do we need to act? How do we need to role model that? And I think that this is a big one, guys. If you pay mm-hmm. attention to anything here, it is that you are your child's role model. And however mm-hmm. you act is what they are going to pick up, like especially in those first seven years. Um, but your voice will become your child's inner voice as a general rule. So we need to make sure that we are kind of considering the fact that we are raising future adults here. They are yeah. not your little extensions. They mm-hmm. need to be treated as such. And Individual. we need, yeah, we need to make mm-hmm. sure that both parents are very clear on that and are sort of role modeling. Potentially, you like, you might need to dive deep here and you might need to change some shitty behavior on your part or your partner might need to, and you might need to have those hard conversations with them. 
to sort of be like, hey, we don't we don't want our child to grow up like this. So what can we do about it now? Yeah. I think Emma said a really good word before. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say one of the best um, pieces of, I guess, parenting or advice or leadership that Mm. has carried through that still resonates today is lead by example. Yeah. Like Mm. if you don't want your child doing behaviours or acting out Mm -hmm. certain ways or using certain communication, whatever it might be as a child or as they grow up to an adult, don't do Mm. it yourself. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I was to hold that say what Emma, what Emma said before that word values. It's like, what do you guys mm-hmm. value together mm-hmm. as parents for your family? Like for us, I value fun, but mm-hmm. what are we actually doing to have fun? Yeah, yeah. And how yeah. are we working together as husband, wife, and parents to actually make sure that fun is a priority in our life? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um. Number two, Emma. Take time, time to reconnect with your partner every fucking week. Like no Not excuses. Least. Make sure that you connect as human, as humans, as people, mm. as the couple that came into a relationship together before yeah. mm-hmm. you were parents. And yeah. mm-hmm. this one can be extremely difficult when mm. you don't have support around you. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, I can definitely talk to the fact that, like, we've got lots of family, lots of, um, like, theoretical support, <laughs> I'm mm. going to call it, when it comes to people actually looking after our kids. Uh, we've got school and childcare. So mm. I completely recognise that this can be really, really hard. But whether you are making half an hour to have an at-home date night when the yeah. kids have gone to bed... Mm-hmm. And you actually make a point of don't just sit down and zombify in front of the TV, but sit down together, put on some music and have some person-to-person conversations, not not about the kids, mm-hmm. about something else. Mm-hmm. You know, reflect yeah. on other parts of your life and who you are. It's mm-hmm. one of the most crucial roles. Like as a couple, the ability for you to be friends is going to outlast anything else. And if you lose yeah. that friendship, your relationship is dead and buried. Nothing else yeah, is going totally. to have time, like make fun to have a freaking laugh as well. Because even if you yeah. can't get out out of the house to reconnect with your partner mm-hmm. every week, then mm-hmm. you need to make it a priority. So like we we started doing for a while and it's kind of dropped off now, but we started doing game night on a Thursday. So we pour mm-hmm. a glass of wine and Trav would have a whiskey and we would mm-hmm. get out one of the games. Um, mm-hmm. And that was like our way of having a laugh, mm-hmm. forgetting about the being parents and just like having mm-hmm. a date. And just having yeah. a fucking time playing a game, cheating, you know, hassling yeah. and having each other. Like it's a good t- like have fun with each other. Yeah. Fuck. It's yeah. also, you know, I, I know that this can definitely be, this is something that I hear a lot from my clients. Like I'm just too busy. I just don't have time. Like, and this is obviously why all three of us are so very passionate about getting your child's sleep on track and the whole like, oh no, my partner sleeps in a different room because my child needs me. Your child also needs you to be happy and also needs like, Mm -hmm. you know, like obviously if it's best to separate and you're, you know, there's better to have two happy homes and one unhappy home and all that jazz, we're not taking away from that, but Mm -hmm. it takes two to kill a relationship. A hundred percent. And you need to make sure that like, you can't just have a baby and go, well, fuck you, hubby. We've been together for 10 years, but you don't matter anymore. Like it just doesn't work mm. that way and it's not fair. So both have making, to want it. 
Yeah, yeah, you do. You both really need to work at it. And it's not just on them. It's not just on you. It should be on both of you. But some things that I'll sort of say to my clients is like, okay, cool. You may not be able or feel like you are able to right now to like sit down on the couch because there's a million things on your to-do list. But instead, can you say, hey, it'd be really helpful if like at the end of the day, once the kids are in bed, can we just like clean the kitchen together? Can we both do mm-hmm. that together instead of one of us sitting on the couch on our phones and the other one running around like a headless chook? Like, can we just help those help with those nighttime chores and do those nighttime yeah. chores together and sort of spend that time? You know, yeah, like it's not exactly enjoyable, but it's far more enjoyable when you've got someone to talk to. Oh, yes. Courtney's dog's just <laughs> coming. <laughs> can you say hi, everyone? Ruff, ruff. There's my dog and my son have both come in. They've done very well, actually, to last as long. They have. They have <laughs> yeah. done really well. Absolutely. All right. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, this has been a fun conversation we've been having about the dog this week. Oh, it is. It is. And, and you know, and to talk to your point as well, Steph, about, um, you know, your, your husband still matters. And this is probably a big topic we'll go into on another day. But is in your relationship, you need a, ba- a balance of feminine and masculine energy as well. And if you are yeah. demasculating him every day, don't expect him to want to come and connect. Like yeah. you need to let him be a man and stand up and have responsibility. And, you know, and it, it's probably the perfect segue into the next um, point mm-hmm. of stop taking over. But oh. like, let him like do things as well (laughs) you know I think women I think women I'm like (laughs) gonna make a very general comment here Mm. we really do like to control the situation yeah yes but like (laughs) I feel I feel like it's bigger than that it's like a domestic it is it's a demasculating like we are trying to like knock our partners down all the time and it's like now more than ever we need Mm. masculine men to step up and Mm -hmm. lead the way and you know I do have a theory about this though like for me especially like after becoming a parent I felt so out of control like for somebody who has been a very high achiever all my life, like I really like to sort of, you know, I would work, I was working full-time and doing a full-time master's degree, like, you know, and a second job on top of that before I met my husband. Like it's, you know, I was always doing things like that. And then I had this little baby and all of a sudden I couldn't do what I wanted to do. And I couldn't control this child. And I just had to go with whatever he needed. And it was all about him. And for me, like I couldn't control any of that but I could control what was going on in the house and that was mine and it was like no you're doing it wrong no this isn't how you do this blah 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 so I feel like and this may not resonate with everybody but I feel like for me it was like that I'm just going to take this because I'm good at it I'm good at settling him I can Mm -hmm. settle him I can feed him I know him I know how to do all of this and you don't yeah right I, so, it's um, like so that's that a you that like, issue right yeah, yeah it's like a validation thing where it's like yeah like I felt so out of control and I didn't know what I was doing but but then I got really good at this and I'm like I know how to do this and you don't so I'm better than you at this yeah that, and I definitely exactly went through that transition as well coming mm-hmm. from like that high flyer career into motherhood and what I'm and like and it's hard it's so fucking confronting is looking at now is in that high flyer corporate career, I was so detached from any kind of feminine energy 
it was ridiculous. Mm. There was no flow. Mm. There was no creative downtime, happy, fun, like fun, fun, just go with it. It was, <laughs> you know, it was driven. It was results. It was financial. It was like it was this hardcore mm. one thing to the other. And I actually had to swing the pendulum back hard the other way and let go of all control and actually go, you're the man, you control, you do this. I am going to just completely step into everything that's feminine, everything that's soft, everything that's flowy. So I can actually bring it back in the middle and have Mm -hmm. a balance of both energies. Um, And I think it's what a lot of women go through when we do come out of having a career and then Mm -hmm. we are thrust into motherhood, which is the complete opposite of what we've been pushed to our whole life. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if we like to come back to the point of, you know, stop taking over. If we don't let him go in and learn, like we go in and learn when we have a newborn baby, we are learning to change the nappies, to settle, to, mm-hmm. to feed to all of the things. It's if all new for us too. Him, yeah, we had to do it too and they still cry mm-hmm. and they still scream and all of the rest of it. But if we don't give them a chance to learn, how can we then ask them to fucking help us? Because mm-hmm. all we're going to do is go and take over when they're doing it wrong. And like, you're also going to need to get really good at letting go of this when your child gets to the stage where they just want to do it all themselves, right? Because it's like, it's quicker for me to do it, but it's not teaching them anything. But it's like, oh my God, or get it like my, yeah, my two-year-old at the moment is like, I I do it. I put dress on and I'm just like, bro, you can't, like you've, you don't have the dexterity, but I have to just stand back and be like, okay, babe, you go nuts. And in 10 minutes, when you get frustrated, you come to me and I'll help you. But it's the same. It's just like the the quicker that you can let go of like needing to be right and needing to do it yourself. It's going to help in the toddler years. (laughs) It is. Mm -hmm. It is. The I next one, I think, when, like, they can do it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Prina, you don't need anymore. Um, our next one is about your communication, really. And if you are disagreeing on something, which is so normal and so necessary, because we are all bringing very different um, backgrounds, knowledge, understanding, experience, all those things to our parenting journeys. If you're going to disagree, please do this in private. Don't take the disagreement or the way of wanting to do things slightly differently as personal. It's not an attack on you and it should never be an attack on on, on each other. It never should be. But you're both bringing so much baggage into it that you're, of course, going to bump heads at times. But if you can find a way to disagree respectfully and do that in private, if it's going to get a little rowdy, right? Like we don't need our kids to to view unhealthy disagreements. I think it's quite great to actually have a disagreement in front of your children when it's done healthily because I want them to If you can do it well, I think it's great to see kids see you communicate. um, I so agree. Yes, Mm. disagreements. Well. (laughs) Yes, Yes, that's right. But ultimately, we've got to be united. You know, you have to be able to come together and and be uh, a team, which we've kind of spoke about before. We just don't want our kids to be able to divide and conquer us because that's just going to make things, you know, icky between between parents as well. So. Yeah. The next mm. one we have, we'll just smash it through and have a nice really punchy episode today, um, <laughs> is to honour your partner's journey. You won't mm. agree on everything. And mm. 
you really do have to give some credit to the life that they've had before being a parent, the way they were parented, the way they were brought up, their views and their perspectives on life. And remember that these are all the things that you loved about them before you had kids. <laughs> and yes. you kids shine a light on, you know, a different side of who we are and the way we see things. And they do that for everybody, not just us. Mm. So our views and perspectives change, but our partners do as well. And sometimes they have some really valid shit to bring to the table that yeah. you might not have thought of because you haven't lived the life that they have. Totally. And, I think and also it's... a big dose of like empathy and compassion for them as well yeah. because depending yeah. on what kind of upbringing that they've had, um, they're really stump in their parenting. Like, yeah. And I use that word like, mm-hmm. you know, in jest, but, you know, it's like they can be really stunted in how like, you know, if they weren't, um, you know, cuddled, you know, mm-hmm. or hugged or anything, like they're going to find trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to find it really fucking hard to do with their own kids and giving them space without ranting at them over it. Yeah. Like, I mean, Mm. we're all kind of, you know, we, we, I I don't think that you could, you could be the perfect parent. Your child's still going to walk out of their childhood with some sort of trauma. Like it's impossible not to, but we also need to, to (laughs) yeah, like you, you, you're going to fuck them up somehow. I'm sorry, guys. Um, (laughs) <laughs> don't don't take that as a free pass to do whatever you want but no, <laughs> there no, will be no. it's like Just I think I'm doing doing no all of that work on myself has kind of made me realize that like it wasn't about big things it was about somebody making a passing comment to me that stuck with me so mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about here guys um but remembering that and again this is a really big generalization but a lot of men were like if, if we weren't allowed to show our emotions it was way worse for them they're mm-hmm. dealing with a lot of that and they still like again if we don't know how to express our emotions it was so much worse for boys of our generation it really was um yeah. where it was yeah boys don't cry stop being a sook you know they weren't allowed to express their emotions so when it does come to the way that we choose to parent these days don't be surprised if we're kind of like, oh, no, I want to like, you know, gentle parent or, you know, we call it um, respectful parenting the way that the three of us do it. And we'll probably do a topic on that one day, but that they just don't understand that or it takes a lot more to interrupt those patterns. So you may need to be that middle ground where mm. um, instead of sort of, you know, going, don't speak to him like that, blah, 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 in front of him, just go, hey, babe, can you go and um, can you go and just check outside? I thought I heard something. Step mm. in, take over and like just kind of be that like, you know, you're not saying anything, but you're just like, hey, can you just go and do this for me? And then grab them on the way back in and be like, hey, that comment that you just made, I want to talk about that later. Um, yeah. That actually leads us into our next one, which is basically having a bit of a catchphrase so that Mm. if you feel your your partner needs to tap out, Mm. um, then you can use this kind of a catchphrase, like what Steph just said. Hey, I need a cup of tea. Or, hey, uh, I just heard something. Oh, someone at the front door, you know. And it can be just a bit of a circuit breaker. And and it's it's just allowing them to go, oh, yeah, actually, I I do need to catch myself in this moment. But you're not having Mm. to stand there and parent them either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's the same yeah, for you. Really like... open, open conversations about how, and like, I don't even like to use the word because I know that it just sparks like massive debates and rants, but how each side of the patriarchy has lived and having some open conversations with your partner about how his upbringing has affected him and his communication mm-hmm. from being a child to being an adult you know, how things that were said to him as a child, like, you know, don't cry, all of those sorts of things, Mm. now have him not being able to process or deal with his emotions. Um, Having that conversation 
and then saying like you know when I think when we're going down that path using that catchphrase so that we can come back and really talk about the triggers around things later um mm-hmm. it helps you to continually grow and evolve yourself in this yeah. style of parenting it, as well they should be they should also like we're encouraging them to call us out too because I know yeah. in my household I'm a hundred percent the I'm the yeller like I'm the one that's going to yell I'm the one that's going to do that again I spend a lot more time with my children but my husband is just so patient and again he's not around them that much like the week when <laughs> I was doing a course and he was the you know the main parent I definitely heard a few sort of raised voices that week and I was the calm one but yeah, if, if if your partner catches you sort of, you know, maybe not speaking to, to your child the way that you guys have agreed that you would like to, to, yeah, mm-hmm. hey, hey, babe, can you, um, I thought I heard the washing machine, would you mind just go doing that? Or, yeah, the dog needs to be fed or something, like whatever your catchphrase is, and you might need to change it so that the kids don't pick up on it because they're clever. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like constantly this situation where mum's being asked to go and get a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Man, don't, also don't my cat's phrase would not be go and do the washing i'd be like fuck off yeah, yeah. Yeah. you do the it's washing i, I, I always do the fucking washing like, yeah. oh that's a good one i'm like oh no eva would just be like oh you don't have a dog we don't have a dog <laughs> yeah, yeah. the cat then like you know but we might I mean, we Love might it. have sort of you know a it might not necessarily be a certain catchphrase it might just be like a hey can you go and do can you do this can you check this whatever yeah. um so that your kids don't pick up because they will they 100% will if you continually use the same thing. Like they're very, very, very smart, um, unfortunately for us. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, and the, the last one as well is like it's never too late to sort it out. So this one comes back to, you know, ruptures are always going to happen in every single relationship that you have, every single relationship, like child, parent, parent to parent, you know, parent to friends, you know, we've, we've all had friend them even. Yeah, exactly. You know, like child, again, like you with your parents, you know, things like that is it's going to happen. So just again, we spoke about this in the last, so I'm starting to get confused about what we spoke about in one episode, but um, <laughs> the last episode we were talking about, um, you know, just remembering that just because somebody said something shitty to you or done something shitty to you, that it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to write them off. So you know, again, it's it's a little bit the same as well, where we don't try in the moment to talk to our child about how they shouldn't be using their hitting hands. We would do that later on. So mm-hmm. don't don't think that you have to sort it out in the moment. Like you can sort it out later on down the line. And but it's also parenting- I think even just like like a big like in the big scheme of things game. that yeah. if yeah if the if both parents want want this that it's mm. actually never too late to sort it out and to get on the yeah. same page and to, and to ask and... the house and to make mm. changes because they fully wholeheartedly believe that when parents shift the children follow and they always mm. do without fail yeah. um, and mm. it doesn't mean that the work is easy but mm. it does make it worth it because you guys both want the same thing yeah yes yeah yeah absolutely so Definitely. i think we'll wrap up their team we will see you next time thank you so much for joining us today don't forget to rate and review we'd love to see us by the end of this year we'd love to see that we were on the charts that would be like a freaking great so christmas good. present so yeah, <laughs> yeah don't forget so rate and review we'll see you next time bye we hope this episode has encouraged the shit out of you If you have loved it as much as we've loved recording it, then rate our show, screenshot, share, and tag us. 
And you can find us at feelgoodparenthood underscore on Instagram. See you next time.